Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father, for the week gone by, for the restful weekend, where you help us recharge, where you draw us back to you, where you give us a vision of the week ahead. And you give us the opportunity to speak over our week and our day ahead. To command our angels whom you have given charge over us. You also give us opportunity, Father, to come to you. To empty ourselves out of all our weaknesses, of all our vulnerabilities, of all our failures, of all the things that did not go right. That did not go the way we planned them last week. And you pour your wisdom your understanding into our hearts through your word. You connect us with that word that gives us light. And out of that light, we gain a new direction, a new purpose. And we are able to redirect all our energy, all our strength and approach it with our understanding so that when we apply the knowledge that you pour into us through the wisdom that it carries, then we are able to command the results that your word says we should. For your word is the law. Heaven and earth shall pass, that word shall not pass. It cannot fail. We thank you, Father, that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts every time we come to you. So that in that secret place, in our place of prayer, we are able to leave everything else behind, focus on this time with you. To open our ears to listen from you. To open our hearts to receive from you. And we share that same peace and joy, Lord, with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all Christians that are called by your name and yet do not know you personally. And with all those that do not want to know you. We ask for a quickening in their spirit, Father, that their hearts be touched, <coughs> that their eyes be opened to see the truth in the spirit and let that truth set them free. As we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the great I am, the one who is able to do more abundantly than we can ever ask or even comprehend in our mind in, in the deepest of our imaginations. You are able to do well above and beyond that as well. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one, the word himself, who reveals that truth to us. So that out of that revelation, when we study it, when we see it in your word, made alive by the Holy Spirit, then we are able to speak it in faith. It is he who is the author and finisher of our faith. Our daily bread. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of truth, the spirit of light and life, the spirit of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the same spirit of the creator, the same spirit that powered Jesus' ministry, the same spirit that raised him from the dead, and he now gives life to our mortal body. He is within us, has made his tabernacle within us. The force of the creator, the very power of the creator of the universe resides within us. And when we do not know it, 
then we continue to suffer in that same cycle until that revelation opens our eyes. And that is what we shall reflect on today. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word, your spirit. We thank you that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. You have also blessed us with angels, with destiny, help us with family, with friends, with work colleagues, with every person around us that you have given to be a part of our life in whatever capacity, even just as an acquaintance, where they pass on your message to us. Help us open our eyes and ears, all our senses in the spirit, Father, to receive from you through all those interactions, to discern and know what it is that you are trying to tell us there as well as also to discern every move of the enemy. For there will always be weeds among your crop. We ask for that discernment as well, Lord. We thank you, Father, for your spirit, for your word, and for the gift of prayer that gives us the opportunity to legally authorize you to step into every challenging circumstance, into every storm in our life. And then when you fight our battles, no one can stand against us when you are for us. We thank you, Father. <clears throat> As we make our prayer this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting, this recording. Or even every and even every member that is part of any of the families that are part of the Brisbane Prayer Group. We cover them by the precious blood of Jesus. We declare that blood as our spiritual barricade, our hedge of protection. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe. From harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And also proclaim the power in our words. Speaking your word, Lord. Knowing that your words are spirit and they are life. We speak your word from Isaiah 55 verse 10 and 11. That reinforces the power on our tongue. Where it says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it, do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish. <clears throat> so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths. It will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. And we send it in faith in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. You have heard me pray against ignorance, poverty, busyness and prayerlessness in our daily morning encounters. This is part of our prayer every day. Lord, grant us that strength, that revelation to rise above these. Today, I'd like to look at and reflect on these four traits and how it affects us. And why we must all pray for Christians to rise out of it. For that is the ploy of the enemy seeking to keep God's people in slavery, that they do not rise out of their Egypt. So that they cannot fight back. 
The Christian is made an easy target and Satan can overcome him most of the time, even without a fight. <clears throat> yes, that's how vulnerable we are when these four traits apply to our Christian life. Being ignorant, poor, busy and prayerless. God created us for dominion on earth. We see that in Genesis 1.28. <clears throat> and Jesus said that he came that we might have abundance, John 10.10. But most Christians do not have that abundance today. Why is that? Let's look at these four common ways that Satan looks to steal, kill and destroy. The first one is ignorance. Brother Savio posted a wonderful reflection on this yesterday where he touched on the words from Hosea 4 verse 6. If you have not read it, I encourage you to go ahead and read it. <clears throat> God clearly says in this verse that his people suffer due to ignorance. But more so, he says, it's not just ignorance, they have rejected knowledge. And so because they have rejected knowledge, he rejects them. He provides ways for increase and blessings and also points out ways curses can be inherited. Deuteronomy chapter 28 is totally dedicated to that. And when people choose poorly out of, simply out of not knowing the difference between right and the wrong way, and then they enter, just like in the traffic rules, you enter a road that has a no entry sign, but you didn't know that it was no entry. You will face the traffic coming in from the opposite direction. And then we wonder, why is my life so hard? And God says, I put up the traffic signs for you. Why did you not see them? And then we have to bear consequences over and over again until we learn the right way, until we realign in the right direction. Now in that no entry, when you then turn around and you get into the right direction, that's when things start to move. But until then, we continue to battle. Does this sound like an experience that you have had before? Have you seen a fly trying to escape through a glass window that it thinks is open? It cannot see the glass. It keeps on banging its head onto that glass continuously until the day that it would either fall down or for some reason the glass window be opened. That is our case as well. <clears throat> the word of God, what you do not know from it, you cannot use it. We say Holy Spirit, but even he is limited to working with the amount of word knowledge that is within you. What you have not read and don't know, he cannot make that real to you. He cannot bend and break those rules to accommodate you if you are going in the wrong direction. He will always try to point you in the right direction, but for that you need to know the traffic signs. And so studying the word becomes important. Knowledge that is the truth alone can set you free from bondage of ignorance. 
and Satan often tests people's identity in the same way he tried to test Jesus in Matthew chapter 4. Where the first question he asked him out of the three temptations was, if you are the son of God. He tested his identity. Most of us do not know our identity as Christians. We do not know our inheritance. And when you do not know what you have inherited, it is easy for someone else to take it away. They don't need to challenge you. They can take it away without a fight because you do not know what exists in your favor. And that is why, that is why the book of Joshua 1.8 says, start gaining knowledge. That book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But when you study it, meditate it, understand it, chew it and digest it and then apply through wisdom what you have gained from it. Then you, not anyone else, not God, he will not intervene also. He said, if you do that in your way, you on your own will make your way prosperous. And what are we doing all the time? We are going, praying to everyone else to make our way prosperous. But what are we doing about it? Sitting with our limited knowledge or ignorance. When you do not know the truth about tithes, the devourer cannot be rebuked. Look at Malachi 3, 10, 11, 12. When you do not know that, the devourer cannot be rebuked. Nothing will stop your fruit from falling to the ground before time. You will never use the prayer of agreement either. The systems of advantage that God gave his people. The second one is poverty. And we probably only do these two today and we'll continue with the third and fourth tomorrow. The second one is poverty. And this is a direct fallout of ignorance. All the four are interrelated. And you will see that as we go through the four. We see that in the physical world as well. Poverty is directly proportionate to ignorance. Uneducated labor commands meager salaries, but a highly educated specialist takes home a huge income and you wonder why is there so much disparity in the world? Lord, you are unfair. But the Lord is saying, in all your gaining, get wisdom, get understanding. That's what the Bible says. He is not a respecter of men, but he is a God of systems. We have to follow that system. His system of increase is directly linked to and proportionate to knowledge. We just saw that. An ignorant one will remain poor. Poor choices leading to credit cards, personal loans, huge bills that cannot be paid on time. No job or a low-paying job. And we continue to wonder, God, give me a job. God says, qualify yourself. You will get the job. Look at what are the qualifications needed for it. Go and get them. In all you're getting, get wisdom, get understanding. Proverbs 22 verse 7 says, the borrower will always be a slave to the lender. Now, what does that mean? <clears throat> the borrower will always work to make the lender rich, not himself. Are we trapping ourselves in that perpetual whirlpool of loans, of borrowings, 
where we think we're enjoying a lifestyle, but all that you are doing is paying into someone else's coffers. At some stage, it does catch up. And if Satan can keep you in the borrowing whirlpool, you will never be able to raise your head. A poor Christian can't fight spiritual battles because the biggest battle for him is to provide food on the table for his family. He will always be subdued and in slavery. His battles are always about ensuring there is a roof over their head. He cannot fight that spiritual battle because he hasn't reached that far to looking that ahead. It's always the here and the now that is pressing on him and his family, their lives. What will we have for dinner tonight? And where will that come from? Do we have the money for it? Many Christians do not even have enough money to buy their own homes. And the, the word of God says, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Look at how far are we from that truth of the word. It is time for reality check for us to look at it again and think. Poverty is a curse. It is not God's will for his people. Jesus said, I came that you might have abundance. We have to rise above it. We shall stop at it, this one today. Tomorrow we'll continue on busyness and on prayerlessness. And then when you see how it becomes a vicious cycle when the four are connected, Satan wins the battle without even lifting a sword. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that our eyes be opened to see the truth of where we are at. That through your conviction in the Spirit, Lord, when we do our reality check, it is the word that you show us that grants us light and gives us understanding so that we make a renewed decision to work and live by your word so that in going by your word, Father, when we apply your principles, then that abundance, all those blessings that were designed to chase us and we were not designed to chase it, that whole system turns around. As of today, Father, out of our ignorance and our poverty, we are trying hard chasing those blessings and yet they elude us because your system does not work that way. Grant us the discernment and understanding to see how to turn that around, Lord, through your word, through your ways, through your principles. That every Christian lives a life of abundance and dominion. That dominion that you set upon us, that you gave us when you created man in your own image and likeness and you made man steward of the earth, in charge of the earth. Let that dominion be restored to your people in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. 
those of our families and friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. For all those that are hospitalized, that will undergo any kind of procedures this day. For all families that are embattled and are facing division. For all those that are kept yoked under any kind of stronghold, especially addictions, any kind of compulsive behaviors. And then these four traits that we are reflecting on this day. Father, we declare those chains broken. Let our eyes be opened. Let your light shine through. Your glory be revealed in your people's lives. So that your systems of increase that were designed to chase them, let those be activated in the name of Jesus. We also pray for our own personal needs and those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. When we release our prayer and our faith, making this our prayer of agreement with each other, praying that your kingdom come in our lives, your systems be enforced and fulfilled in our lives. In accordance with your law and your will, then that holy and perfect will <clears throat> bring your people out of all these limitations. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift of tongues to release your, your, release your tongue and your faith, unmute your mic, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mantos colabri and dalareski larambranda la resitera Kerevara la banda roscola redestetereste. Andianda la rangela randarada costatia da la rascatarada. Mantos colabrangela rantela racasatia da randara celare de prostete ketecataya. Media gelarantoros ketereketecata. Arasketa rasta la rangela randarada raba. Banda brosita raketeketeketeketete. Kodia daras ketalansian tera terekos keterasikatekadaya dalaradabandiaraza sidadam pratekatosiatetelaram rabalarekatala daras tatarayada ambrastante reketeketekete shelan jaradalaraskara nambrandela rasiradaliaradaraba aniantoraska labroste shelabrande derejedekata abradala resetejetadandiaradaraba Chezelia Boronia Scaram Brontele Resiata, Kedi Resid de Gelara Dalla Rabaraba, Anabala Rambra Dalla Resetoraguia, Anam Rossian Terecate, Aria da Stalara Tarabada, Rededegata Cotocoia, Jeria da la Rabana da Rascatara, Manta Brosqueste de Cate, Ania de la Rada Rabarabarabaraba, Ambrosetta Brosteta Catacata. Kela Jarantara Salaranda Adiantoros de Telarada Laraba, Cariadas Torosilla da Lambrangere de Catan, Mantos Calabria da Cosia Larabros de Tacaya, Inium Prontes de Secate Catecate, 
Non, Branta la rascate, take a ticket. E non dorosela rabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarabarab
and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. And before we say the final blessing, I'd like to encourage each of you as you step into your new week today, speak over your week, speak over your day. What you speak, you shall have life and death is in the power of your tongue. Remember that. And let us go and speak over everything that we are going to do today. Remembering Proverbs 3, 5 and 6, first submit to the Lord and ask him to direct your path and then speak. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, brother.